Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine. I'm a confidence coach and motivational speaker, and this is episode 143. This morning, it's a little rainy. It's getting cold. While I love this time of year, I do not like being cold. I'm sitting here with my nice warm cup of Good For You Coffee Club coffee, and I want to talk to you about it for just a second. This is some of the freshest coffee you will ever get your hands on. It is also some of the cleanest coffee you will ever get your hands on. If you drink coffee or used to drink coffee and had to give it up, this is absolutely worth taking a look at. It's coffee that is actually good for you and is not putting chemicals or toxins into your body, and it's delicious. I haven't spent $7 on a coffee outside the house since I got this stuff, so give it a try. Also, this coffee is a great Christmas gift for the coffee drinkers in your life, so check them out. And remember that you get 10% off with my coupon code, Truth. 10. The link and all the information will be in the show notes. Thank you for taking the time to listen to that. I am a big subscriber to podcasts, and I know sometimes the commercials are not fun. However, we do this because we believe in the product, because we think you will enjoy the product, and because supporting small business is just another way that I can give back to the community. Okay, I am so excited about today. I got asked a fantastic question this past week. And it inspired me to make this episode for you. Today, we're going to talk about the healing process because healing and being healed can look a lot different than you might be expecting. When we talk about healing our self-esteem and healing our past trauma, what we want is to be in a place where we can act and think and believe in a way that we would have if that trauma had never happened if we had never had that tragic experience that shifted us into this place of low self-esteem. We want to feel worthy and interesting and lovable. And if you're not feeling that way, if you're not feeling fully capable and confident and powerful and lovable and valuable and all the things It might lead you to think that your confidence is still lacking, that you're still struggling. In fact, it could set off a chain reaction of negative self-talk. So a lack of a true understanding of the outcome can actually be really detrimental to your healing. Just like a patient who's going in for surgery, if the surgeon does not prepare them for what the scarring might look like, what their abilities might be, how long the healing process is going to be, what best case outcome is going to be with some limitations and some new ways of living. If the surgeon does not prepare the patient, it can be really devastating to see that incision for the first time or test out your body for the first time and realize there's a lot of things you can no longer do. So I want you to have a very clear understanding of what being healthy with your self-esteem, healthy in your journey towards mental health, being in a good state, what does this actually look like? And just like with the human body, really, it depends on the wound and it depends on how well you heal. However, what I want you to understand is the healing process is not magic. 
it doesn't wipe the slate clean. So just like with that physical wound, very often you're going to be left with an emotional scar. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you're not healed. And just like no two people have the exact same scar, your scar is going to be unique to you. It doesn't have to look like anybody else's scar. Your healed self does not have to behave like anybody else's healed self. So for example, when I was a small child, I was bitten by a chow chow. And I still have the scars, the physical scars of that attack on my wrist to this day. Even now, when I see a chow chow, I instinctively, I don't even realize I'm doing it. I raise my hands up towards my shoulders. That's that emotional scar showing up, right? However, that emotional wound is healed. I have dogs. I love dogs. I will pet other people's dogs. I just do not want to be surprised by an aggressive dog, which is actually a fairly normal response to aggressive dogs. See, this is what healing in this area looks like for me. And if you've ever been bitten by a dog, you certainly don't have to have the same healed response that I have. I am just using this as an example, showing you how that incident caused a permanent shift in how I behave around some dogs. Your emotional scar most likely does something very similar. Maybe somebody who you trusted used information you gave them to hurt you. And now you are very hesitant to share personal information about yourself until somebody has taken the effort to earn your trust. The scar does not mean you are not healed. A big difference between an unhealed wound and a healed wound is not whether or not there's a behavioral shift. It's whether or not that behavioral shift is holding you back or hurting you. You see, if I would no longer go around any dogs and have an anxiety attack, If I go to somebody's house and they have a dog, my emotional trauma is not healed. If you shared your information with somebody and they used it against you, and now you don't let anybody be close to you, your emotional trauma is not healed. If your behavior has shifted slightly to protect you while still allowing you to have healthy experiences and interactions and growth, now we have a scar, not an open wound. As you may or may not know, I had surgery in October. Technically, my incisions are healed. What that means is they are closed. I can stretch, I can move, I can bend, and I'm not going to tear that incision open. What it doesn't mean is that it's no longer red or tender. It is still both of those things. Our emotional wounds are like that too for a time. Even though you may have healed the emotional trauma, Sometimes something can happen that will trigger a moment of pain or panic. This is because you love you. Your brain loves you and it does not want you to be hurt again. So when you are touched on that pain point, your body kind of freaks out. This hurts. We remember how bad this hurts. When you're in a healed state for a period of time, you're still going to have that moment of a reaction. When you're healed, You're able to recognize it for what it is, take a deep breath, and move on. It might have unsettled you for a few moments, but ultimately you are okay and you are able to stay present in the moment that you're in. When you're unhealed, that residual memory of the pain that peaks like that, 
You get stuck in it and wrapped up in it. You can't get out of it. Now you're sweating. Now your mind is running. Now you're shaking. Now you have to leave the situation that you're currently in. So you see, healed doesn't mean that you don't have that moment, at least initially. It means you don't get stuck there. And here's the other interesting thing about this. As you might imagine, human beings, we adjust. So the more that that scar is touched and you're able to realize, okay, this isn't actually an open wound anymore. This doesn't actually hurt like it used to anymore. I'm okay. I can be in this situation and understand where I have control and that I'm not going to be hurt. The more you can go through that, the less you're likely to have that type of a reaction again. Your brain starts to understand, I don't have to send out a pain signal. I don't have to freak out. And you have enough of those experiences that you get through and that scar fades away, just like a physical scar where you can say, oh, I got cut one time on this arm somewhere. I can't find my scar. It will be the same. Now, here's the thing. If it's a situation that rarely comes up, it might feel like that pain reaction goes on for decades. For example, I had a traumatic experience with my mother that has only been replicated in my life twice where something similar has happened. So even though I'm healed, I've only actually had two experiences of having that reaction of, "Ah, this is going to hurt, and then being able to say, nope, okay, I'm okay, I can stay in this moment, even though those instances were decades apart. So when we're talking about healing and that scar no longer causing you pain, it's not about the time that has passed, it's about the amount of times you've been allowed to adjust to your healed state. Just like trying to walk again on a leg that's been broken, you're going to be tentative at first. You might be afraid to do the stairs at first. It might be terrifying to put on a heel again or go running again. But the more that you do it, the more you realize, okay, my leg is healed. It's getting stronger. I can put my weight on it. We have to do the same thing emotionally. And if you're not getting that opportunity, then the next time that something similar comes up, you might have that pain experience. The key is not to start to berate yourself or to, as I see a lot of times, freak out and think, maybe I haven't healed this yet. That's not what that means. If you can take a deep breath, settle yourself, stay present in the moment and get past it, you are well on your way to being healed. If you can't, now we know we have more healing to do. But please be gentle with yourself When that fresh scar is touched and you experience an intense reaction to that, please don't attack your healing process or the work that you've done. Please don't allow it to affect your confidence and make you think that you are farther behind than you are. I also want you to understand that a lot of people with trauma struggle with boundaries. And sometimes this reaction is your mind's way of putting a boundary in place for you. Let's talk about that dog bite. The owner was encouraging me to pet the dog and I didn't want to pet the dog. And the owner grabbed my hand and pulled me towards the dog and the dog bit me. My healed self has a boundary around dogs. I'm going to ask you if your dog is friendly. I'm not going to allow your dog to approach me. And if you are approaching me with your dog before you and I have had a conversation, I'm going to move away from you and your dog. If your dog is friendly, if you and I have communicated that I want to pet the dog and your dog is safe to pet, I'm going to love all over that dog. That's a healthy boundary between a stranger and other people's dogs. 
that does not mean I'm not healed from having been bitten. I share this to tell you that some of the ways that you now react is your mind's way of actually putting a healthy boundary in place. Just like our other example, you should not be sharing vulnerable information about yourself with somebody who has not earned your trust yet. That's not being injured. That's having a good boundary. You may have heard of some extreme therapy where they encourage you or even force you to have an experience similar to the one that caused your trauma. And while I personally appreciate a much gentler approach, the thought behind this is allowing the brain to recognize you no longer have an open wound, you have a scar, and giving your brain a chance to have that scar be touched and recognize I don't need to freak out anymore. I'm not in that moment anymore. I'm in a new and different moment. And the similarities do not mean I'm about to be hurt again. What I want you to be processing and thinking about right now is whether or not what you're dealing with is an open wound that you need to allow to heal, because an open wound is really painful to touch, and you can invite infection and bacteria and make it worse, right? Or are you dealing with a scar, and it is healed, but you just look different now, and when you touch it, it does remind you of how you got it, and that memory may carry a little bit of pain with it, and you also know that you are okay, you can handle this current situation, you are capable, and this is a new moment and a new experience. You are not reliving the moment when you got hurt initially. I want you to consider when this wound or scar is touched, do you have an unhealthy reaction, like an anxiety attack, or you shut everybody out, or you shut yourself in, or you lash out, or Is what you're experiencing your mind's way of putting a natural boundary in place where you probably should have a boundary where you just don't let unhealthy people in, where you are able to show up and be present and be close while also having a healthy and reasonable boundary for those people and situations that will in fact cause you harm? Do you have a decades-old wound that hasn't been tested and you haven't had the ability to see that you are okay now? Or are you allowing yourself to still be in the pain of a wound that is decades old and has been touched and touched and touched and touched and you need help recognizing that you're not being re-hurt anymore? When working on your self-esteem, it is really important to have an honest and clear understanding of where your starting place is. No matter where you fall on the spectrum, be kind with yourself, be gentle, have some grace. And what I want you to challenge yourself with this week is embracing and appreciating the scars where they're at. And if you have an open wound that you haven't allowed to scar over yet, which is often because you're still trying to protect yourself from getting hurt again, I just want to encourage you to allow that wound to close. And I hope that this episode has helped you realize you will naturally have some protective instincts around it, even as a healed wound, and you will probably naturally develop a boundary to protect yourself as well. You do not have to keep the wound open to feel safe. If this is something you would like some help addressing, please reach out. You can get on my schedule through the show notes, or you can send me an email 
or you can talk about it on our Facebook page. There are so many avenues for you to reach out and get some help. Thank you for tuning in this week. I hope this was helpful, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.